Welcome to Cottonmouth Manchester, a podcast brought to you by Citico, the city centre management company for Manchester and Salford. I'm Vaughan Allen from Citico, and I'm here at the Museum of Science and Industry in Manchester with Sally MacDonald, the museum's director. This is another of the little series of short podcasts we've been doing where I'm asking museum directors and curators to talk about their favourite object from the collection. Sally, what have you chosen? Uh, I've chosen this uh, cap. It's a little cotton cap with a printed pattern on it. Um, and it belonged to John Dalton, the uh, famous Manchester chemist, physicist, meteorologist and founder of atomic theory. And it dates from around 1830, so it's nearly 200 years old. It's a, it's a beautiful little thing, and it's, it's actually a little thing. It's, it, he must have had quite a small head. <laughs> with a large brain. Yeah, <laughs> with a very large brain. Um, and I, I love it because, well, for all sorts of reasons. I love it because it's a beautiful little thing. Uh, I love it because it, it's, it's almost quite a feminine-looking thing. And... Um, uh, and I, I love it because, most of all, because it's a, a very personal connection with, uh, with a great mind. And, I mean, Dalton was not only a, a brilliant scientist, but um, he, he was never a wealthy man. He was, the, he was the son of a weaver from Cumbria. And um, he, was, he was really clever, so he was teaching uh, in the local school by the time he was 12. And um, he, he then went on to uh, teach at the, what was then the New College. It was called the New College in Manchester. So he came to Manchester in, in the early um, 19th century. Uh, and he, he, lived, he, he, he lived, lived very humbly. He lived in a flat on George Street. Um, and worked as a teacher, worked as a tutor uh, in, during the day. That's how he earned his money. But he joined quite early on the Manchester Literary and Philosophical Society, which is the first lit and fill in the world. Really special, Manchester special in so many ways. Um, and that gave him access not only to this fantastic community of thinkers, business people for the most part, but... Uh, people who were who were interested in a whole wide range of subjects and somewhere that he could talk to people meet people but also gave him access to a, a, a laboratory and a library um, and that you know those things were crucial for him to pursue some of his um, some of his 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 theories um, and so you can imagine him going off to the lab in the evenings after he'd finished his day's work and, and, and running his experiments there. Um, so so it, it, it's, it's, quite, it, it's quite an unusual, it's an unusual piece of um, clothing and, um, and it connects you with this very special guy. Would he have been wearing it in the laboratory, do you think? Well, he, he, the, the reason that, I, that I'm... One of the reasons I'm so interested in it is that he called it his thinking cap and he put it on when he wanted to think. And so, yes, I, I think he was... Yes. He would have worn it in the laboratory. Um, there, are, there, are, there is an, en, an engraving or an etching of him wearing a, a cap. Um, might, might not have been this cap, might have had several. Uh, 
as an aside, actually, one of his one of the many stu- um, subjects he studied was colour blindness. He was he was colour blind. So one of the things that that intrigues me about this cap is like, what did it look like to him? Uh, how you know how many of the colours could he see? Because he couldn't see red or orange or or yellow. They all looked the same to him. Green was a bit fuzzy. Um, so the, it, 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 the world must have looked very different to him. Uh, and, I, and I suppose the other, the final thing which I which I love about it is that is that it is a thinking cap. And although the phrase "put put your thinking cap on" it is quite an old phrase, it, it goes back hundreds of years. We don't know of many other examples of thinking caps. And and I just really like the idea of 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 putting on a cap or a or a hat or something when you want to think. And you know, these days, you know, if you want to if you want to do some deep thinking, you might go to a quiet place or you might put headphones on or something um but uh but maybe for him you know kind of who perhaps working in a crowded environment in 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 the evening and wanted to be quiet this was a way of getting some headspace i guess now with the uh the, the growing um rage for mindfulness and various other things that has been every and, and part part of um the idea there in in terms of when you're having to have a deep deep a deep think is you know you need those physical triggers as well you mm. need to you know clear away mm. electronic machines or whatever but it's mm. good to be in a different space mm. or a space that you can do that and this is a, a fascinating uh, i mean i know the idea of mindfulness dates back to the greeks and, yeah. and certainly the victorians were well aware of, of what they needed to do but of that physical thing that you can potentially put on to be in a very different space and, yes. and to, to have that those those triggers how did the museum come by it well interestingly it's a loan from the university of manchester and um, one of many actually um and we're delighted to have it here and to be able to show it to the public that's excellent, and uh, presumably we can get a photograph to put up to to go with this. You most so, certainly can. Okay, I will so, arrange it. So for those for those of you who are fascinated by this and haven't actually seen the object in real life, as it were, uh, we will have a photo to accompany this this podcast. Um, and to be honest, it, it was total news to me that there were such things as thinking caps. I just thought it was a metaphor. So uh, have certainly learned something. Thank you to Sally. And another episode of My Favourite Object, or whatever we're calling this series, will be following very soon. If you have any comments or ideas for things to cover in the future, talk to us on Twitter at CottonmouthMCR. Leave a review if you like what you hear, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye.